Do you want to grow in your relationship with God, but you feel like you never have enough time to actually do that? Life just feels really busy with trying to grow your business and be a good mom and a wife and manage your home. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you five simple ways to spend time with God, even if you don't have time. If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. So today I'm going to be talking about how to connect with God and still stay strong in your faith and grow in your walk with God, even when life feels crazy. I'm sharing this because recently this happened to me, and it reminded me of when I first started working from home back in 2018. When life gets crazy, when there are big transitions and schedule changes like that, like your whole everything's just overturned, it's so easy to feel like you're in survival mode. And while we shouldn't, we often let our time with God just slip to the wayside. It just kind of becomes one of those things that we think doesn't matter as much if we're honest. But this does not help. It does not help matters at all. In fact, this is the last thing we should do. But we're not here to shame anybody. Um, But this is just something that we shouldn't do, but we do. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you five simple ways that you can still spend time with God even when you don't feel like you have time or don't know where to start when everything is feeling kind of crazy. So like I said, for me, life has been crazy lately. I've had so many things happen and there's been family things. There's just been business things. And then one of the biggest things that ended up happening is with my son. So I ended up Ultimately, that whole thing ended up with me homeschooling him. So now I'm a homeschooling, work-at-home mom of a kindergartner. He just turned six. And for those of you who don't know, my son has ADHD. And that adds a whole other level to things. That's actually one of the reasons that I am homeschooling him. And I was a teacher before, and I actually honestly wanted to homeschool before um, I actually ended up sending him to public school. So this all worked out. But honestly, I was not planning on it at all. Like he was in kindergarten, he was in public school. So I went from working 30 hours a week of having 100% quiet, focused time to myself to work from home, to do whatever I wanted to do, to now having less than 10. And one of the things that I used that time for was studying my Bible, journaling, praying, just really like using that time to grow closer and closer to God to build on that. So losing that time has been a struggle. And this time was so precious to me because I would really, I don't know, I just have, I have ADHD. So I would follow my thoughts and questions and really seek this understanding 
um, of what God was saying and dive deeper into his word and really connect and just pray and ponder. That's kind of my ideal situation. I loved it. But this is, and this is also where I got a lot of podcast content ideas. So if you haven't noticed, I haven't put out a podcast episode in a few weeks because of all of this. I'm not spending that time. So all of a sudden, I didn't, I mean, I didn't ha- have the mental capacity to even think of podcast ideas or they weren't coming to me because I wasn't, I was just in homeschool mode, right? So without this time, I was just starting to feel lost. And it reminded me a lot of when I first started working from home after quitting my job as a teacher, because that was a huge transition. And that kind of a big transition will really throw your brain for a loop. It did for me. Adjustments like that take time. And when you're not ready for it, when you think that the transition is just going to be smooth, I mean, they can be smooth, but there is a grace period that has to happen. And if you're not prepared to give yourself that grace, then you can start to think that you're failing before you even got started. And it can kind of spiral out of control as far as your thoughts go. So I remember back when I first quit my job and I was transitioning, I remember that first month felt like so chaotic. I didn't know what the routine should be. I didn't know anything about what was going on. I didn't know how to give myself quiet time or anything. And so over the past few years, I've created these routines and figured out how to have all of the things that I need in my life to be a good mom and to, and to do my business and to spend time with God. But then when my son went to kindergarten, it became a new transition and that took some time as well. But that one actually was easier as far as my work and my time with God, because now I had more time, but I was having less time with my son. So it was a lot to consider, but this one... <laughs> was just, I thought it would be so easy because I had just come out of this for the past few years. I've been at home with him, but now he's older and he's going to be at home, but we actually have homeschool. It was just different. And I felt like I wasn't giving myself any transition time. And I was trying to grab on to the old model of me spending an hour or however long I wanted reading the Bible and questioning and researching and journaling. And I didn't have that. And I wasn't doing anything um, there for a few days. And then I was like, no, like this has got, I can't do this. And so that's when I went to God in prayer and I was just like, what, like, how can I fix this? And that's when God reminded me of some truths and pointed out that I was actually believing a lie that I was believing that if I didn't have these giant chunks of time to devote to him, that He wasn't pleased with me or that I was somehow failing, but that's not true at all. And I want you to know the same. If you're feeling that way, I want you to know that's not true. You don't have to have hours upon hours of time or even an hour of time to spend with God for it to count, quote unquote, for him to connect with you, for you to grow in your faith and and grow in your walk with him. Because there are seasons when we when we can do that. You might have, like I had this season, this six months where I got to do that. But there are other seasons, which might be most of your child's life, where there are seasons that you can't as much. And God doesn't love us less. He knows that you have a business. He knows that you have kids. He knows that you're a wife and all of these things. He called you to all of them. He put all those things in your life. And it's not like he is asking you to somehow do all of those and spend hours with him, but he doesn't want you to just not spend time with him at all. Right. And the enemy is so good about getting in there and having us believe that if we're not spending 
you know, a certain kind of time or amount of time or doing it in a certain way that it's not good enough because he wants to turn us away. But that's a lie. So in this episode, I want to share with you five simple ways that you can connect with God and strengthen your faith and your walk with him, even if you feel like life is crazy right now. These are things that have worked for me, and I hope they'll work for you as well. So number one to think about before we get into the five ways is that God wants to have a relationship with you, period, right? That's the whole point. He wants to have a relationship with you. It doesn't have to be this official quiet time to count toward that. Um, Like I was saying, you don't have to be some biblical scholar, have some degree, any of that. He just wants to have a relationship with you. And this actually came up because I'm going through 1 Thessalonians with some women from my church. And one of the things that I noticed in that time of reading that is realizing that the early church, these people did not have the Bible like we do. And even these people like in Thessalonica in Greece, they didn't have anything other than their prayer, their what they were taught or like just following the Holy Spirit. And they were willing to be persecuted in the name of Jesus. And so it's like they didn't have some fancy quiet time and journal time and what like none of that. But yet they were so close. Their faith was so strong. And that's what really prompted this for me and started challenging what I was thinking and then led to this for you guys. So I just wanted to um, lead with that. So the five ways are going to be number one, to pray. Number two, to meditate on scripture. Three is to listen to worship music. Four, thank God for everything. And five is to do like a little devotional. And I'll dive into each one of those. So number one, pray. So in Jeremiah 29, 12, it says, you will call to me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. And I think this is one of the simplest things you can do is just pray. When you wake up, just thank God for the day. Pray, set your intentions. It can take like two minutes. Hide away in the bathroom if you have to. Do something to be able to just pray and connect with God. And I think at the base level, like I was saying with the Thessalonians, it's like at the end of the day, you have the Holy Spirit living in you. You have this direct line to God. You don't have to do other things. You simply need to pray and connect with him. Share with him what's burdening you. Share with him what you're wanting to do, what you're hoping to do, what you're struggling with, what you're happy about, like whatever it is. Pray. And that is the connection, the lifeline that we should always come back to and never forget that God says that when we come to him, he will listen to us. So it's not like you're talking into the air or it's not even affirmations or you know saying anything positive. It's just praying to him, having that relationship. And to me, this is, I mean, this is the ultimate relationship builder, right? You're talking. You can have a relationship with somebody that you don't even talk to. It's not a one-way thing. Like you're talking and you're listening. So that's the other part of that that I didn't Um, actually include, but prayer is a two-way thing, right? You're going to pray and also just being still. Paul says, I don't remember, I don't have the verse, but Paul says that, you know, the Holy Spirit will pray for us when we don't even know what to pray. So just sitting silently is still this prayer and just focusing your heart and your mind and everything on God. That is huge because that's what he cares about is your heart, right? And so having that connection is going to be a big thing that you can do in just five minutes, um, hopefully more, you know, whatever you have, but it can be all throughout the day. It doesn't have to be that you wake up and have quiet 
prayer time. It could be that you have prayer time. It could be praying over lunch. It could be praying in the afternoon. It can be any time of the day. You can just kind of steal away and pray. Even if your kids are like watching TV and like you just kind of go into the other room for a few minutes and pray. Like these are things that I think that we forget about sometimes. But I remember there were seasons where I would go through the house and I would be sweeping. (laughs) I remember specifically sweeping. Um, but I'd be cleaning and I remember sweeping and I remember asking God questions like, God, why is this happening? Or what is this? And then I would just wait and I'll keep sweeping and I would just kind of listen to the thoughts that would come through. And I just felt like I was like, oh, that is so, that is so neat. Like, I just felt like it was this conversation happening, but it was just, I was sweeping, right? I'm doing something else. And there have been so many times like that, actually. So don't discount prayer. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is to meditate on scripture. Psalm one, two says, instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night. It's talking about those who have wisdom. So meditating on scripture could mean grabbing some verses, um, that are very powerful for you, that are very meaningful for you, and just choosing to meditate on that throughout the week. So I actually have a, a freebie that you can grab that is seven verses that it's it's for intended to be for the whole week, but you could grab one of those. And these are verses that will help you not worry about your business. So it could be something from one of those. So to get, I'll put the link for that in the description, but it's momwithacalling.com slash Bible affirmations with the hyphen in between that, because these are affirmations that you can say to yourself over and over to affirm what God is doing in your life and that he is there and provides for you and all of that. So you can grab that sheet. You can do whatever, like open the Bible, look at Psalms or any verse that you can think of. And by meditating, it means to like put it on a sticky note, put it on your phone, put it in the bathroom, put it wherever to keep reminding yourself of that scripture, thinking about it over and over throughout the day, throughout your week. And that is a way to connect. And when you've got that one, maybe it's been a couple of days and you said it a hundred times and you feel like you need to add another one, like do that too. This is a way to basically hear, like this is God's word, right? That That is scripture. And so you can grab his word and hold it in your heart and um, meditate on it day and night. So grabbing a verse is another great way to connect with God and to strengthen and to build your understanding and to give power to the to the Holy Spirit to be able to re- allow you to recollect that scripture in a time of need. So you can't remember any scripture that you don't have, right? So if you're struggling with something later, like you have to have this the 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 verse in your mind to be able to bring it up. So that's really powerful as well. So a third option is to listen to worship music. And honestly, this is something I just started doing in the past year, I would say. Um, I didn't uh, used to be like a worship music kind of person. I just wasn't, I don't know. I was more of a scholarly kind of person. I wanted to learn, but over the past year or so, I have really learned to love worship music and understand that it is worship music and not just noise. (laughs) And I know that sounds terrible, but that's honestly the way I viewed it. I just didn't, I didn't understand it as worship. And so once I did, I created a playlist and I will listen to worship music when I'm cleaning, when I'm in the car, when I'm doing whatever, just to get my 
heart and mind focused on God and I will really listen. Sometimes that's all I do for my quiet time. If that's all I have time for is I will put in my AirPods or whatever and I will sit there, close my eyes, no other distractions, listen to just one song and say it as though it is to God. It is my prayer. It is my worship and listening to the words and really just diving in there. So doing that can be a great way to really center yourself and and strengthen that connection. So having a playlist of different worship songs, um, I use Amazon music and just, and just like pick songs. There are actually a lot of really great ones. They have Amazon music unlimited. If you don't have that, that will actually, you can listen to as many, you know, all kinds of songs because a lot of them are actually blocked behind the unlimited, but there are still great ones on the free version. Um, but listening to worship music is a great way to really, I don't know, it's just empowering and it's a, it's a great way to connect as well. Number four is to thank God for everything, even the noise. So the one that prompted this is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, where Paul says, Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I think a lot of times when we're going through the hustle and bustle and everything's feeling chaotic and, you know, I'm trying to homeschool my son and, you know, you're trying to do your business and your business maybe is falling to the back burner because your kids are in need of you. It can be so easy to start complaining or start focusing on all the negative. And I think a great way to remind yourself that God has a plan, that God is in charge and that everything that is happening is for good is to thank God for everything, even the noise, to thank God for the ability that you can even be home with your kids, to thank God that your kids are crying because that means they're alive, to thank God that you have the ability to have a business online, to reach people in the, around the world, and you're a woman, and you know there were times in history where we could not have even done this. So just thanking God for the good, finding any bit of good for the roof over your head, for the food in your pantry, anything, because it will help connect you to realize that he has provided all of this for you. He has given you these opportunities and it is because of his gifts, his grace that you receive them because he loves you. And that is just, I mean, what, what great connection. Like when your kids come to you, I don't know if this has ever happened, (laughs) but when your kids come to you and say how grateful they are, like, thank you so much, mom, for this and that and the other. And that is just so, uh, such a sweet moment, right? And why wouldn't God feel the same way? So thanking God for everything, even the noise. And number five is to grab five minutes and do a devotional. So devotionals can be a really great way to sort of have like a quick quiet time. Um, I love using the version app um, that has like a ton of devotionals in there. Like, like they're called plans. And you go in there and you can look for a topic. You can look for a person that you like, you know, some kind of pastor or something that you like. There are so many of them in there. And I love that. And that's actually what I've been using a lot during these past few weeks while I've been going through this craziness is I've just been telling myself, okay, I just need to spend like a little bit of time, you know, reading, connecting it, applying it, praying, like all of that together. I'll listen to one song, um, do a quick prayer, like do this devotional and then pray again and then go about my day, like zoom off I go. Um, and so those are just great. I've been doing one that's called The Good Shepherd by Robert Morris. I love that one. Love, love, love. It's so good. 
And it's not by Robert Morris. It's by Gateway Church, I guess, because there's a number of people that have um, written in that one. But that one's really good. Whoever you like, whatever, you know, style you like. And what I love about the YouVersion app is no matter what version of the Bible you prefer, you can change it to be whatever one you want. And so the devotional can be catered, I mean, tailored to you. Um, there's also books, right? Devotional books out there that you can get on whatever area. So I'm talking about uh, on this podcast episode, kind of in terms of business, but it could be about your kids. Maybe whatever's going on with your kids is just overwhelming you to where you can't even think about your business, right? So that still matters. And that's all kind of wrapped together. Whatever area of your life is really burdening you, find a devotional, dive into that, bring it to God and connect with him over that. That is going to be another amazing way to connect. So just as a quick recap, number one was pray, two, meditate on scripture, three is listen to worship music, four is to thank God for everything, and five is to do a quick devotional. So you can do all of these and that would be awesome, right? But maybe you're in a season where you don't even know how to get started with a quiet time or you're just feeling like you have so little time, yet you are longing for this stronger walk with God. You want to stay connected. You want to increase your faith and and make this part of your life. And if that's you, I want you to pick just one, just one of these five to focus on this week. None of them are better than others, but just pick the one that you think that will be doable and that resonates with you. And this is going to be a new habit. I just want to remind you, this is going to be a new habit. So set an alarm for yourself to be able to do this every single day or put it on your calendar to do that every day this week. Try to do it. And remember, the goal is not to be perfect. Um, you're not going to get this perfect the first time necessarily. But the important thing is that your heart is in the right place. You keep trying because God knows your heart. He knows you're trying to seek him. And he promises that anyone that seeks him with all their heart will find him. And Jesus said, seek and you will find, right? So simply putting it, putting your heart in a position of seeking him is going to, to increase that connection. Just seeking that connection with him. That's what matters most. Keeping your eyes and heart on Jesus is our goal, right? That's your goal. But a lot of times this hustle and bustle of life doesn't always make it easy, just like in my season right now and maybe in the season that you're in. And so often we can get distracted by everything on our to-do list and all the little or big fires that we're putting out all the time. And as you're growing your business, you know that you want to be walking in faith and you want to be walking in the direction God is leading you. So having that strong walk with him is key. So I just want to invite you to join us in the Mama with a Calling membership program. This is where we can give you extra support and encouragement in this area. This is where you can fellowship with other Christian women going on a similar journey. And each month I focus on a topic that is one where we tend to lose sight of Jesus and often find ourselves charting our own course and struggling, honestly, like money and striving and imposter syndrome and success and all of those things. And the whole point of the program is to keep everything in your business and your life focused on the big picture of glorifying God through doing the work that he's given you. It doesn't mean you have to have a faith-based business, but you are a Christian. So any business that you do is to glorify him in some way. And we don't want to lose sight of that. You don't want to ever forget 
the point of everything you're doing. The point of raising your kids is to lead them to him. The point of doing your business is to do the work he's given you and to bring people to him. Like everything is for God. So come and join us in the group. Just go to momwithacalling.com slash membership to learn more. And I can't wait to connect with you in there. All right, that's it for this episode. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.